on this episode of Crescent and Palm. Rifles, vehicles, and deep fried jokes. So today I'm with Tyler. We're sitting at Coffee Underground. We just went and drank, and uh, I'm a little bit more than tipsy, but I'm not drunk yet. So I'm drinking an Americano to make sure I'm not drunk before we drive back, and I'm trying to get everything ready because I have a doctor's appointment in about an hour and a half. I should black coffee. You should what? That's just black coffee, isn't it? Yeah, it's just black coffee. I mean, why not? I mean, it sounds sounds really good. Tastes really good. So the plan was to talk about six rifles. I moved it down to five rifles, and then whatever else we want to talk about. So, um, first of all, I guess I want to talk about the HK MR55, uh, HK MR556. Um, God, I could not remember the name of that model for some reason. Anyways, are you not going to look at me, Tyler? What? Are you just not going to look at me? I'll look at you. Okay. Well, that's that's what I thought. So the MR556 is the civilian variant of the 416, which is now adopted by the Marines to be the M27. Um, it's an AR-15 that's piston-driven. It's uh, quite nice, actually. Um, even if you put, like, a 16- or an 18-inch barrel on an M4, it's still not going to be as accurate as that uh, HK. So, I mean, Heckler & Coke made a pretty good rifle in that. Um, I kind of have a hard-on for them, I'm not going to lie. They're probably one of my favorite rifles of all time. I've never gotten to shoot one. So, if anybody wants to be nice enough to let me try it out, even if it's a pistol configuration, I will be forever fucking grateful. Um, so, what are what are some of the issues you hear about piston-driven, though? Because I remember you talking about while we were drinking. Do you, do you know anything off the top of your head that anybody said? Failures. Failures? Yeah, the main thing I've heard is just failures. Just failures. So I I think the only reason people have that is because usually they forget to check on the alignment of the piston. I think that's the only problem because, like, it's it's set up a whole lot better. I mean, it's not an AK, of course. An AK is going to be set up as that piston-driven idea more. But with it being an AR, it feeds a little bit easier. Like with AR, you know, they, they worked on the barrel. They didn't work on the receiver. With the AK, they worked on the receiver and not the barrel. Um, which, I mean, I still give the HK probably a 9 out of 10 still. If you, if, you had to, if you had to rate it without shooting it right now, what would you, what would you give it after what you know about it? The HK? Yeah. Like out of 10. About an 8. An 8? So, I mean, that's, that's still a pretty good score. And like I said, I'm probably going to try to shoot one as soon as possible because I am... I'm just absolutely enthralled with them. They are quite wonderful. Um, so, I mean, the next that kind of leads us into the next rifle, though, talking about the HK versus the uh, the AR versus the AK, um, which is the M plus M uh, 10X or M10X, one of the two. It's essentially an a, uh, an AK 47 um, with a with an AR lower, which is kind of really cool. Um, it still has like the pins that you can take out, so it's a little bit more modular. 
Um, but it sh- shoots a 762 by 39 so it's still the Soviet round, but like it's got a lot more hard-hitting impact, and it's still pretty accurate for what it is. You know, with an HK, I mean, not an HK, good lord. Um, with an AK, you don't really have the accuracy, you know, up to 300 meters as well as you would with an AR. Um, but the good thing about this is, is they, they perfected the, I would say they actually perfected the AK issues and the AR issues by combining them together um, and kind of working out the kinks in that. I mean, what do you... What do you think? Because I know you really like the seven six two round. What is what is your opinion on a seven six two over a over a five five six? I mean, other than the obvious, you know, it's a bigger hitting round. But what do you what do you think would be the what do you think would make people want to buy it more? Uh, for me, I always like it for when I think about it. I think more of a close range type of yeah fight. You know what I mean? Like nothing like. Nothing out past 300, really. Yeah, like, yeah. more of, like, a close-up, like, you get that hard-hitting punch, you know, that that's always been my takeaway. Yeah, I mean, because the way Tyler and I talk about it, because we're in a we're in a defense group together, our, our biggest thing is we really want somebody with a 7.62 to be able to be our, to be, I guess, what we can consider our heavy gunner, um, somebody that's going to put down rounds, you know, and suppress, even though it's a little bit more expensive and they've got to pay that out of pocket, but... Um, somebody that we know that can be pinpoint precision. Like we're we're kind of moving to the three man fire team idea that the Marines have, where they have a three man fire team. Um, it's a twelve man squad instead of the three fire teams of four and a squad leader, which didn't really make sense. So essentially, the fire the fire team squad leader becomes part of his own fire team, um, and it actually works out a little bit better in that sense, um, just because you have four teams of three instead of. Th- three teams of four and an extra guy um but they've all got the m27 now like we were saying the hk uh 416 the mr556 um i don't know I, I think i think what i like about how it's set up is that it is a harder punch um but it's just as accurate as a traditional uh ar-15 just without the the added uh without the added issues of carbon fouling because it's still piston driven like it should be um so essentially it's just an upgraded AK that's got a lot of a whole lot of punch to it. All right, so the next rifle we want to talk about is the uh Fightlight SCR rifle. Um that so let me go over the prices. The uh the H&K uh MR556 is about 25 2700 just the upper is 1700 on its own um but again i really want this so i've thought about doing it with the pistol build chopping it off but i just don't have the money for it um we're we're pretty much on a budget both of us we have mortgages we're not we're not shooting guys we're we're at home guys i've got two kids and one on the way and tyler's got no kids but he's got a two dogs and they take up a lot of time too um they oh you do have a cat don't you it's outside isn't it oh hell no oh it's inside it's inside oh my god what are you guys doing (laughs) apparently uh so basically uh yeah so the um what was the second rifle we talked about the uh the the m plus m the uh, m10x that that one actually cost about 1100 to 1500 anywhere depending it just kind of depends on what the upgrade features are and anything else but that rifle is something that i would really like to have one day as well um the scr is about the same price it's about 1100 dollars on average um but the cool thing about it is the buffer tube goes into the stock kind of diagonally so like there's a rat tail on the bolt um which makes it a little bit different than a traditional ar-15 um you know they're california compliant it's an ar platform 
built in a traditional rifle setup. Um, so the cool thing about that one is the rat tail is the one that moves and pivots off of the bolt and goes into the, the stock um, to be able to still use that buffer tube. But then you've also got the cool part about it where you can still shoot it um, just as fast as a regular AR-15 platform. Um, Jesse James, the uh, the old the guy who used to do a lot of the chopper stuff, he still probably does it, but I don't know much about him now. He's uh, he's actually building a lot of these um, himself, and so Fight Light has made a, also a pistol version of this, which kind of astounded me. I don't know how you put a buffer tube that small into a pistol grip. I mean, can can you even imagine how that's set up? Like, what's your thoughts on that, honestly? Is it kind of funny to you? Are you reading memes that we probably shouldn't be reading while we're doing a podcast? It looks like it. Uh, here, I'm going to let you answer that while I read this. So the, 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 the buffer tube inside that little small pistol grip for the, the SCR, it looks like a little, it looks like Johnny Depp said, like, hey, let's make Pirates of the Caribbean more modern. Give me an AR-15 with a pistol They just grip. put it like that little, little, little itty-bitty thing in that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a buffer tube inside of the handle. It's sad that I still have your password. Um... That's really weird. <laughs> That's good. I've never seen anything like that. Before. I don't. I don't know how they do it. It's kind of interesting. Are they the only people that do it? I, as far as I know, I think other companies know how to do it, but like. I haven't seen anybody except for Fightlight do it. It's, it's that's that's wonderful. You need to quit showing me these things before we get off on another tangent. Um, so I think the coolest part about that is is that it's California compliant, and you know California or California as most of us like to call it. Um, it's it uh, it has some of the stupidest rules when it comes to firearms. Um, so I mean, you can set it up quite perfectly. Oh my God, that is awful. It's wonderful at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, I just think the SCR, it's 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 really nice because you still have that traditional like M14, M1 feel, the M1A1 with the uh, the magazine kind of set up. Um, but it's it's in a 223, so it's super super easy to use, and you can use it for hunting especially, um, as long as it's legal in your state. You use a 223 or 556. Excuse me. Um, the uh, the other pistol I want to talk about, the other pistol AR build that I want to talk about is uh. It's called the uh, the Radical um, Firearms. I love Radical. That's what my AR is. I've got it set up. I've got about... That's a real but, nice rifle. It is a real nice rifle. And, and people... It's people, not like... It's not super expensive. It's... It, it's kind of in the middle. I have a, I have a friend that I, that I really do respect. And uh, he he's kind of all about like top, top quality gun names or top quality for a reason. And I agree with him on that. Um... But it's kind of like Daniel Defense started out somewhere. They they probably didn't have a name at first until they got to where they are now. Um, the same thing with Radical. Radical is like a Daniel. It's like a BCM. It's a perfect rifle. I've got the competition style. Um, super comfortable. Great weapon system. Um, and I swear to God, it's on par with the Daniel and stuff. I put that thing through so many stress tests. I haven't shot it with a shotgun yet. I'm planning on not doing that. I don't want to test that just yet. Um, but this thing fires. I've gotten it dirty. I've had it in the dirt. I've, I've had it in some mud when I went and shot out on my property that one time before we moved. I did. I got in the mud. mud in it? It got in it on accident. I dropped it, and I was like, well, let's go ahead and fire it. So I cleaned it out right after that, which didn't take no time at all, which was kind of surprising. Um... But like it's a little bit overgassed, and Tyler noticed that when we were shooting inside of an indoor range. Indoor. Yeah, it's only the indoor problem. Even so, I, like shot mine indoor, and I was like, oh my god. But yours. Look. But when I shot yours, it's not super overpowering. Tyler's got a Ruger. Five, five, six. 
It's just the Ruger 556. Yeah, well, right. I don't know what the name of it is. It's that's it's quite. What it's called. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's so enjoyable. I've never shot a more. This is different. Like I have just the normal mid lane. Yeah, and you've got the regular combat group too. A lot fucking louder. Mine is a whole lot louder, but it's just because it's over gas. Which I've I've thought about converting mine to piston driven with a conversion kit, but I don't really know if I want to put that money into it. And uh, oh yeah, tell Isabella said hey too. That uh, teller sending me a, a a video. So we're doing a podcast, and I'm waving. And uh, anyways, yeah, let's get back. I'm I'm still a little bit more than tipsy. Um, I'm trying to drink this black coffee down. I gotta get it though. Stop. <laughs> we um. God, we've got a lot to talk about. It feels like um, the be- the best part about that though is like I really love the way my rifle set up. So what was I talking about? I was talking about the radical pistol build. Um, so the pistol build that I want to do is a ten and a half inch barrel with a nine inch uh, for uh, it's the full rails. It's not M lock. It's not key mod. What am I trying to say? It's just uh, it's a quad rail system. Um, and I like that handguard a little bit better because I don't have to put like M lock or key mod accessories on it. You know, because you can find Picatinny stuff for super cheap as long as you like red lock tied it down or blue lock tied it down. Now, if I'm going to do the red lock tied, I'm going to make sure I'm going to actually use this thing forever. <laughs> but at the same time, I just I really want that radical build just because I'm probably going to put the, the shockwave blade on it instead of doing the sig brace. I just I don't want that bulkiness, especially if I'm using a uh, a full a full kit on my you know like a like an armored vest or even just a regular plate carrier. Um, so I guess the final one I want to talk about rifle-wise is the uh, Springfield M1A. I'm a huge fan of Grand, the M1, and the M14, um, which was the, the upgraded version of the M1, auto, semi-automatic. Um, for the M1, the M14 became an automatic, semi-automatic switch. Um, and it shot a, it shot a 7.62 round instead of a .30-06. So what they did is they essentially created less recoil with still a hard punch, um, but the rifle didn't get much use when it was first created because at that time Armalite came out with AR-15 too. Um, so Korea didn't really get to experience the M14 as long as it should have. Uh, and then Vietnam came to be and it was just all, let's just use our M16s, M16A1. Um, no, I don't think the A1 was used there in that time. I don't know. I'm still learning a lot of military history myself. So don't quote us on any of this stuff. We're, we're just regular guys that like to shoot and do tactical stuff. Um, so don't hold us to any of the things we're saying. Just kind of take us at what we think, I guess, and then listen to professionals because they probably know a whole lot more than we do on most things. Um, unless it comes to like, I mean, you know, unless it comes to driving commercial vehicles, then I've definitely got it on them. I drove school buses. I drove. An, I drive an armored truck. Um, that's one of my favorite jobs. And Tyler's trying to find a new job because his company is uh, a joke. What? Who do you work for again? Johnson Control. Yeah, I see their vans everywhere around here, We're, and uh, that's that. They have different 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 things. divisions. Yeah, that's yeah. what I that's what I figured. You guys actually, I actually make don't parts. Know what that one does? I don't we know do either. Covers. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that part. They they do stuff for cars. So I mean, it's it's we quite do, quite boring. Bullshit. bullshit. That's right. Um. So, anyways, uh, before we had finished the segment up, um, I I really like the M1A, which is the civilian version of the M14. It's a traditional rifle. It's 7.62 by 51, so it's your traditional NATO round. It's super comfortable. 
It's got a lot of punch to it, and it's about anywhere from $1,100 to $1,700 that I've seen, depending on which one you want. I don't know if I want the Scout or if I want the SOCOM model or any of that stuff. So if you guys have any thoughts, you know, we're using Anchor, and you can always log into Anchor and ask us any questions you want on the next podcast. And uh, if we answer them, we would love to be able to get in touch with you about it and tell you that way. Um, so I guess we're going to move on to the next segment. And... Uh, I really don't know what that's going to be, but let's let's figure something out real quick. So, what do you think we should talk about? So, hold up, hold up. Uh, before we go on to the next thing, I just realized we haven't really introduced ourselves. My name's Brandon. Um, I'm 26. Right now, I'm working as an armored uh, truck guard driver for a company that's been around in America and Canada for a while. Um, Tyler is a little bit younger than me, just by a couple of months. He's 26. He is my best friend. We've known each other since first grade, so if I don't know what he's going to say or if we don't ever love each other, something's wrong with us. Um, But yeah. So uh, again, what do you think our our next subject should be? Because I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. Oh, I think I've got it. Do you want to talk about our uh, vehicle setups? Because I think mine's going to be more combat and you don't really give a shit either way, do you? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so Tyler drives a Ford Ranger. That's probably why he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't Ranger. Know, he doesn't know how long it's gonna last. Um, I'm just messing with you. I gave him my toolbox. My Toyota Tacoma finally bit the dust. I was a 2004 with only 55,000 miles on it, and uh, I blew a tire, hydroplaned, and fucking wrecked that shit. We just got out of the elevator. We're heading back to our car because I've got a doctor's appointment. And Tyler has. A, I think I got off on the wrong. Yeah. The, how do we get on six? I don't know. We're going to hit them both. Yeah, we are on five, but they, they've relabeled these. So we got to click four. God, so we just wasted all this recording for no reason. Anyways, um, so yeah, I, I wrecked that. It got totaled after six weeks. State Farm was not happy about the way... Son of a bitch. Why are you close, doing close, the wrong thing? Close, close, close. close it. Okay. So anyway, State Farm and I, and I, I got really pissed off because the the... The body shop that was taking care of it just did not handle it correctly. Um, so we finally got totaled out, and I got to buy this FJ about a week after I wrecked. And um, it, yeah, it is really nice. Thank you. I appreciate that, Tyler. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, thank you rightfully later, if y'all know what that means. Um, <laughs> uh, where are my keys? So we're walking to the FJ right now. It's a 2007, so it's the first generation, but it's four-wheel drive. Um, and I absolutely love it. It's the uh, the TRD Off-Road Edition. Toyota makes a great off-road set of vehicles. Um, so right now I'm looking at doing a new roof rack so I could get a uh, front-runner tent and rack. Um, and probably getting a Weston bumper because I've got Weston sideboards to help me get up in this thing. Because I'm, I'm short. I'm only like 5'8". Tyler's like 6 foot 100". Six and uh three. how tall are you really like six, six two six three i'm thinking six three you and mitch are about the same height which is another guy that we're trying to get on our on our little defense group team so let me start this thing up while i'm talking to y'all um but right now i'm trying to combat load this thing i honestly don't know what i'm gonna do combat wise with this thing like i've got i've got ideas I've already got some Molly gear on the back of my seats. Like, if you look behind you, you've got one pouch set up back there, and I've got a bunch on mine. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I really, really want to be able to have this set up. Since it's four-wheel drive, have it set up to where we can go off-roading in it pretty simply and really quickly. Um, airing up and airing down in this thing is not too difficult. The tires inflate pretty quickly, which is nice. But I'm probably going to have to get new ones eventually. 
Um, too bad right now. No, what? So, I mean, do you have any plans for your Ranger? Or you just kind of like it the way it is. Besides, I mean, because I'm giving I'm giving Tyler a toolbox right now that was my grandfather's because it was my grandfather's truck. He only drove it to Goodwill on the weekends and going out to get something to eat for him and my grandma. When he passed away in 2014, he only had 17,000 miles on it, and then I ended up getting it. So since then, 2014, 2018, I've put a little over 30, almost 40,000 miles on it. Um, actually, a little over 40,000 if it was 17, or almost right at 40,000. Um, but I mean, are you planning on doing anything with that range, or are you just kind of leaving it like There's it no is? There's no point when your fiance rams them in the wall. <laughs> so uh, let me insert my parking ticket. Um, tell a little bit about that story real quick. She stops. He is one dollar. I, I saw that $15 and I was like, oh, oh no. Nah. So tell tell about why she was driving your truck first. I was, someone had already rammed into hers and wrecked it. So. My last name's Sizzin, so I get fucked real easily. It happens. Oh, they gave you gold dollars. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> that's kind of like my last name, McCrite. You know, if your last name is McCrite, you get you get screwed over on stuff too. Um, God, I hope you guys could hear all that when I had the window rolled down. You don't want gold dollars? I'll take them. No, if you don't want the money. some Indian motherfucking woman <laughs> on it. I don't want that. <laughs> what? Who is that? Second Chihuahua. They have a bunch of different lord <laughs> I don't I don't know what's wrong with you I really don't yeah prob- people probably shouldn't hear what I say <laughs> probably not Tyler, Tyler's not really racist he just likes to make really bad jokes he uh yeah they aren't jokes when they're true God. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so yeah I mean like so she wrecked her somebody wrecked into her and then on her way to work when it was raining she hydroplaned and hit a wall on I-85 in light, South a Carolina a light ass you know Ford Ranger I mean of course I mean like the, I, I'm surprised she survived that wreck it was a Ford you know my Toyota I understand why I, I mean, survived yeah imagine you're on 85 going yeah. down the middle lane and you <laughs> swerve all the way to the right and all the way to the left and you don't hit another single car at all. I mean that's essentially what happened to me I, I my tire on the on the driver's side blew in the front I sped up corrected it and the moment I corrected it I hydroplaned and went across the next lane and into the the side of the road and that sucked because at that point I knew I was like I'm either about to die like a newscaster that just did because a tree hit him because I had trees beside me I thought oh snap it's it's come through my window someone died by a tree hitting yeah the uh the guy from channel four they had a tree fall on the the truck as they were driving down the road and him and the camera both died it was quite awful so like literally as I'm about to crash I'm sitting there thinking don't be this guy um, and I mean, you know, condolences out to the family. That's that's an awful situation. I went to school for radio and television broadcasting, so anything digital media related, I've pretty much got you covered. Um, oh, I've got a commercial coming up that I got to shoot uh, in the next couple of weekends. So, and a fundraiser video. So I'm kind of excited. I'm ma- I'm not making as much money off of it as I want, You're but it's. I'm going later. I she can my wife can wait on a pretzel. I know she's pregnant, but she can wait until after my doctor's appointment. I got to get home. Thank you. Because I should already be leaving to go to the doctor right now. It's already 3.20. I'm I'm screwed. I'm not going to make it in time. Uh, we're, we're going to the doctor right now. You're not going home. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, so I'll probably just drop you off literally at your truck. Yeah. 
and uh, I'll just we'll just take back off. So yeah, anyways, now we're talking about logistics as we're doing this podcast. Um, yeah, I think that Ranger, I think with the toolbox, you'll you'll kind of be set up for like that get out of Dodge quick shit. Like you'll have a little bit more room. I mean, if you got you got the extended cab, right? That's what it is, or is it double yeah, cab? That one's. It's like uh, yeah, with those they have like the regular cabs and they have like a little extended cab. Yeah, they have like a bigger one that actually has has like, like the second doors. Yeah, mine yeah, has the second doors. Oh, yours does. Okay, the so other one didn't. It's like the suicide doors, like the, the FJ is, like they open backwards. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. See, I, I love yeah, that about I didn't the FJ. That. Yeah, like um, you. A lot of people say, you know, oh, I can't fit kids back here. Like honestly, I've got a three year old and a two year old, and I'm soon gonna have a newborn that when they're like four and three yeah and like i can put three My car seats back there super back. yeah and i mean even with that you can still fit three kids in the back so i mean an fj it's it's somebody told me it's like the it's the japanese hummer and essentially it is it's really nice like the f stands for like the top of fuel and the j stands for jeep for general purpose vehicle um, but toyota has been making these for years upon years it's kind of based off of the uh the land is it land cruiser yeah, Land Cruiser model from Toyota, and I, I love those too. But this one, it's more of a modern version of it. I've got a black one. Um, I thought about either painting the roof FDE or olive green. I don't like the white. Man, like it don't like, look bad. No, it like, doesn't, you know but I mean? I'm not a huge fan of it either. But it helps me find it whenever. That is very true. Yeah, it really does help me find it. But I see like, the reason I've got this vehicle is because I saw a bunch of them. And I was sitting there thinking, driving at work one day, we, uh, I service. Is this the, what you were looking for? Yeah, like well, you, I like, looked at several of them. Yeah, like you know, I serviced the mall on my route for the for the armored truck, and so like, I kept seeing these FJs, and I was like, oh man, they probably just look like off road vehicles, kind of like some of the Mercedes or other things, but they're probably not really good for off roading. And like, I started looking them up, and I was like, oh shit, these things are four wheel, they're capable. People do the the FJ summits in them, um, the Cruiser Summit, I think, is another one that does it. Um, and it's just, it's all Toyotas that come out to that stuff. And the FJ Summit is, of course, all FJs. Um, I've seen a couple of Forerunners, I think, on those videos. Um, but it was just kind of interesting to see what people do in these things. And I was like, oh, snap. And then I saw somebody with a combat setup for this vehicle. And I was like, oh, my God. That's true, um, Yeah, I, I, I didn't send you the picture. Uh, my partner at work, Parker, uh, showed it to me. And he was like, dude, this is an FJ. And I was like, oh, my shit, it is. And so like, they had a Rigid Industries um, molly, uh, like a, like a, like a hard molly thing that went right here and it was spaced out, um, up on that passenger dash. Um, and it was really fucking nice. So like you can put like your, your med kit or whatever on it. Um, and then somebody had like, you know, the rifle, the rifle thing between the two seats. Like they were like, yeah, I can fit up to a, a you know, down to a 14 inch barrel across the two seats really simply um but my thought is i'm just gonna get a rifle bag that'll hold two rifles probably a drago you know something cheap nothing nothing too cheap um put it in the back because like behind that other little organizer thing i've got a cooler back there so i've already got like two lacroix and a bunch of bottles of water back there for ashley and me um i've got this red bull up front i forgot about that um i want to drink that before she sees it she ain't gonna see i'm leaving as soon as i drop you off they're not gonna see me (laughs) um God, I'm really going to have to hustle back. It's no big deal. Um, but the cool thing about it is, you know, like, this, the FJ is just set up really nice. And I'm, I'm really proud that I actually had this vehicle. But, like, it was really funny. I was like, man, Did I really could build a pistol holder. No, I'm not going to because it's not legal in South Carolina. That's the only reason I won't put one in here. I mean, but, like, you could technically have a holder. It, like, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's not going to 
party. Well, I mean, I could do it when I go to Georgia because I'm going in September for that event for fingerboarding. Um, so, I mean, I can technically just set it out on my seat and be like, hey, do something about it. You can't. That's why. But I can't touch my phone. <laughs> um, which is, to me, is kind of funny. And so in Georgia, you can't well, touch like, your you know, phone at like all. Something went to shit. Yeah, I can just you know, grab it off the like, seat and be like, you know, you need to back up. I'm not, I'm not playing today. But if I pull my pistol on you, chances are I'm not giving you any more warnings. I'm not gonna like you. No know. warning. For no. Me. If well, I pull my pistol out, it's it's I'm you're getting shot. I'm shooting someone. I pulled my pistol on somebody at work one day. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't point. I didn't point. So I can't say I pulled it, pulled it. But I had it out of the holster, and I was like sitting there looking at the person, and they finally saw me holding it, and. We were, at, we were at an ATM that has a horseshoe loop, and he pulled up on Parker as he was doing the ATM, and he started getting mad and started hitting the steering wheel and yelling, and I finally just got out of my seat, crawled into the back, and sat down in the, the well where we can keep the coins and stuff like that sometimes, um, and just sat there with the door open so he could see me, and I'm still in the truck, so I'm not breaking any rules, and I've just got the gun sitting in my hand, and he finally sees it, and he calms down. And then he finally backs out around the loop, and it takes him like 40 tries to get backed up because people don't know how to back up nowadays. Um, so is that probably the that's, closest? It, oh, that's shit, the closest. Three of, fucking windshield wipers. Yeah, it has three windshield wipers. It's really cool. People say that's stupid. I was like, look how small the look at how yeah. small this is. Well, when I got in, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, yeah, because if, if you had a really long one right small. here, it's not going to get that top left corner either. So it's got three, and they're not that expensive. They're small wipers, so I mean, you're not spending the time like between the cost of the three of these you can get two regular size wipers so i i didn't see an issue with that Anyways, um, but, like, but yeah that's the closest i've ever come to actually shooting somebody on the job so far that's probably all yeah i had a county well i had a city worker come up to me while we were sitting in downtown greenville because like by law from what i've been told we can park in handicapped spots but now the county of greenville and the city of greenville is complained enough that we're just not going to do it anymore like if we're in downtown anywhere else we will but in downtown Greenville, we will not sit in a handicap spot anymore. So he tried to come up and knock on my window. And I didn't know who it was because I was looking the other way. I had my head on a swivel, but it was swiveled the wrong way at the time. So I was about to pull on him, and he started pointing the handicap sign. And I said, shook my head, no. And I said, by law. And that's all I could say. He driving? couldn't hear me. Yeah. And so like, Parker's in the stop, and he finally comes out, and he's like, that guy's an idiot. And so that's the, the two closest times that I've, I've had some people do some creepy stuff while we're while we're doing a ATM or a retail stop or even a county office because we do a, we do a couple of high dollar clients and carry a lot of money sometimes won't believe he um I don't know just the hours the, the if you really want to get involved in anything with an armored car you have to be at least 21 because um, you have to be able to just carry a pistol uh, in South Carolina you have to have a different card if you want to go work in North Carolina too. There's just a whole lot of things with the with the industry. It's just ridiculous. But he just don't like the atmosphere of it really anymore. He loves the job. He loves being able to do some of the things we do. But like, there, there's a whole lot of other issues. I'd probably just rather not talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, you're you can probably figure out what a lot of them are. It has to do with the way things are done. Um, and I told you about one of them before we left. Before we went to go drink too. So. Uh, about that one guy saying something to the other guy. That was that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so I mean, anyways, the way the way it's set up with the FJ, I'm pretty excited. I think your Ranger's really nice, especially when you get that toolbox on it. Um, All they about is a four wheel drive. Yeah, I mean, but you don't really need a four wheel drive if you're not gonna. Yeah. We're gonna pr- primarily if something if shit really does go down, this is our primary vehicle to use. That's my that's my idea because we can fit four people in here with rifles and 
with bags, everything. That's not even included with the pack. Like, no, like, then there's also that back trunk area, and now I've got the roof rack, too. So, I mean, like, we've got a whole setup. Um, I mean, what else do you... Is there anything else that you have on your mind that you'd like to talk about this time? I'm good. Okay, well, uh, I, th- I think that's enough for right now because we're about at my house, and I need to go ahead and drop Tyler off and head to the uh, the doctor. Uh, I don't really think I'm going to say anything after this anyways. I don't really feel like talking anymore because I've talked enough. I'm not going to pull out in front of them. I, I was a little scared. I'm you. not you. I don't drive like a bat out of hell. Um... <laughs> That that's a whole different story for another podcast. I think. I yes, think. I think as soon as you find a new job, we'll have some more weekends together to hang out because I, I miss you a lot. Put it for good. Uh, did you for yeah. driving or for actually the bottle plant? It's for. It's called a merchandise supervisor. Oh yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. You're the one that goes in and makes sure everyone's doing everything okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, all you're doing is driving around and making sure everything's. Set yeah, up like directly. I had a friend who worked for Pepsi, and I asked him, like, you know, like. Pepsi had the same type of job. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking gravy job." Yeah, I, there was. I liked it when I worked at Cabela's. Um, that lady that used to do the work there. Um, but anyways, I'm gonna drop Tyler off, and uh, I think that's the end of this uh, first episode of Crescent and Palm. I'm, I'm a pretty, don't you say it. I'm pretty excited about it. So uh, just remember, uh, don't be dumb. That's gonna be our little tagline for everything. I think. Um, just because you know a lot of people do some pretty stupid stuff. If I can get this thing to shut up. Um, so yeah, hashtag DBD, don't be dumb. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. Have a great day. Peace! <laughs> Is that really how you're going to end it? Yep. All right. Bye, y'all.